Hey y'all, and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week we're going to talk about the Emmys, Mother, Wind River, and Home Again. With me as always is my wonderful co-host, Adrian Gomez. What's up, y'all? How you doing? Great. Had a good week? Mm-hmm. Anything exciting happen? Mm-mm. I left Apple. Bye. Deuces. Are you excited for the new iPhone? Um, no. Why? I just don't like them. I like the 8, actually, not the 10. I didn't know there was a difference. What's there the is. 8? It looks like uh, the new, like the 7. But it just is, like, nicer? Exactly. But the 10 is, like, entirely different. It's huge? Mm, no, it just, like, doesn't have a home button anymore. Mm-hmm. Or you use your face to unlock it. It's the way of the future. Mm-hmm. Are you going to get one? Mm-mm. I would think I would get the 8 Plus. Oh. And it has wireless charging now. Would you just set it on a little pad? Mm-hmm. The 8 does? Mm-hmm. I think so. What now? So what about the 9? Why'd they skip? Well, I think because... Excuse me. The, it's been 10 years since the first iPhone. Oh. So that was like, whatever. But it's dumb. It should just be iPhone X. Alex Pincus had an iPhone before anybody in the world. Which one? That silver one? But I remember I used to be able to get on Facebook on her phone while we were sitting downstairs in her house. And I thought that was just mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. And it dinged. She had that classic, like, iPhone ding. You know, it was only on Singular. For a long time. Like, Singular wireless? Yeah, it doesn't even exist anymore? It's just AT&T now. Oh. But you couldn't have it on any other um, carrier. Isn't that weird, the way the world is? I mean, everybody had a Blackberry. Now only the Kardashians have Blackberries. Right. I've, I never see anybody walk around with a Blackberry. No. Except for Dylan. She yeah. has a Blackberry. Just um, business people. So the first thing we're going to talk about is the Emmys. The Emmys were tonight... The Big Winners, The Handmaid's Tale, Veep, and Big Little Lies. Mm-hmm. It was down the line for most of those. Big Little Lies won literally everything. Uh, Handmaid's Tale won literally everything. And Veep won for Julia Louis-Dreyfus, of course, again. Mm-hmm. And for series, but they didn't win any of their supporting categories. I think that... Like, do you get annoyed that Julia Louis-Dreyfus keeps winning? Yes. It reminded Patrick me almost of... almost fast-forwarded through her. I was like, uh, hold. It reminded me of uh, Orpa when she would just keep winning a talk show host. Like, then you yeah. should, like, take it out. She's just trying to be But cocky. Veep is so good and so funny, and she is absolutely incredible on there. So, it, like, it doesn't... Bo- I, I get it, and, like, it's not fun. It's not as fun every time she keeps winning. But at the same time, like... Six she times good. in a row. I mean, she's so good. Most ever by any person for that category. For like in a the row. same like award show. Consecutive. Exactly. She deserves it. I mean, like as much as I'll always be bitter, Lena didn't win. But totally. like other than that, mm, I mean, the whole good. last season has been just completely disregarded. Of girls. Yeah. Oh, I know. I can't <laughs> talk about it. But that's the way of usually of award shows. It's like the first. I mean, remember what's her face from Homeland? Used to win every single year all the award shows. Claire Danes. And now she's, was she even there? No. No. It's like nobody cares. It's like that's usually how most shows are. 
That's true. Modern Family for years one. Totally. It's like, and then it loses its steam. And then most shows don't ever come back. The exception being The Good Wife. Remember mm-hmm. at the end it like popped back up. Um, the big surprise to me was Stranger Things. I was expecting them to get at least directing or writing or something technical. But they, I'm sure they won creative art stuff. Yeah, five. Yeah, they just didn't win today. It was them and Handmaid's Tale also weird to me that none of them presented true but that's also the nature of the beast it was on cbs so all the cbs shows had presenters and then randomly leah michelle god bless her that's right she has a great publicist but like ll cool j yeah but he's on cbs right and like the guy from nine jkl yeah i was like what <laughs> like what but the biggest issue of the entire evening i'm curious the announcer Literally the this worst person the of all time. This isn't the MTV Awards. It's not even the People's Choice Awards. No. I understand the world that we live in, and I don't know who that man is. Is he famous on social media? He's, um, I think, an actor. I forget what they said, what show he was on. It, it's not cute on the Emmys. It's like when Pharrell Williams wore shorts to the Oscars. It's just not the right place. The Emmys, the Oscars... Those are the only two I would really say because the Tonys have a little bit of fun. The Grammys, obviously, you can wear jeans and it's like cool. Yeah. But the Emmys and the Oscars are of a certain caliber of respect. And when you have somebody screaming and like making jokes the whole time, it is, it like makes it silly. And yes, it's silly and it's a award show. It's all silly, but like it just isn't the place. So he was, he's on a CBS show. Called Superior Donuts. Oh, I've seen the ad. And he's from like Eric Andre show, Family Guy, Crashing. That's where he belongs. It just, it's not the right. Mm -hmm. If you want that, put him on the red carpet. Or have him do like something funny once or twice. Like you can vote on CBS.com, like that kind of announcer. Like they usually stick Kelly Pickler. Oh, sure. Don't have, it just didn't make any sense. And he wasn't even good. No. He was stumbling all over his words. He obviously, it was just not. It seemed unprofessional. The time and the place. I completely agree. Also, Nicole was so great. I love listening to people give speeches like that. You know, people are mad that they let her talk, but not uh, Sterling K. Brown. Oh, of course. Well, of course. I mean, she's Nicole Kidman. Sorry, she earned it. And also, <laughs> I mean, there, yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> And the only thing I could think is she did not say all four of her kids. She just said the two kids. Those well, yeah. kids don't acknowledge her, her older kids. <laughs> well, so that why is would the she? saddest thing in the entire world. Why would world. she acknowledge them? It makes me Also, Reese Witherspoon looked like she was wearing a jacket. Yeah. With I was like, huh? Everybody else is in like gowns. Laura Dern has never won an Emmy. Crazy. I thought for sure she had won for that show where she was crazy. Uh, enlightened. Which I loved. Also, Ann Dowd. Is that her name? Yeah. She, I love when people cry like that. Oh yeah, I mean, she was genuinely shocked. Yeah, she had no idea she was going to win. I love stuff like that. And she was really good on Handmaid's Tale. However, I wanted What's-Her-Face to win. Chrissy Metz. Chrissy Metz. Even though nobody was predicting her, really. Most people were predicting Tandy Newton, which I haven't watched Westworld because I don't like stuff like that. (laughs) Also, RuPaul was the best part of the whole evening. That was funny. But why didn't she present? There's, I mean, I don't know. That's all silly stuff. But it was fun. The Emmys were fun. Mm-hmm. I thought everybody looked nice. I liked Dolly Parton was there, of course. Oh, yeah. She was great. 
And she made a good joke, and she, of course, tried to not be political, because that's not her shtick. It did veer on being a hair too political for my taste, but it's Stephen Colbert, and that's just what the world is right now. So that's what it's going to be. Sure. <laughs> I mean, it just is like, it's not what it's about. We're on, they're celebrating, giving award shows to... But are they, does that mean you don't want them to, like, voice their opinions? No, but I just think it doesn't need to be the whole, the whole three hours of that. It's like, okay, we got it. Just for me. I don't know. If I ever won an Emmy, I wouldn't get there and be like, I don't like the president. I well, that's your platform for 50 million people. And be like, oh my people. God, Oprah is three feet from me. That well, yeah, of me. course. Um, anything else you want to say about the Emmys? Mm-mm. Anything you were disappointed by? Mm-hmm. Also, one more weird thing. They only showed clips for the very first award. Yes, and then they never right. showed clips the rest of the evening. I was like, "Huh." Just, My mom was most annoyed by the guy who sang the in memoriam. She's like, "Why not just get Stevie Wonder?" I know, said, "What if he Patrick was busy?" <laughs> right through Mary Tyler Moore. Also, I was like in like actually like choking, not choking up, but like in a place to weep when Carol Burnett was up there. Yeah, I don't have that kind of reaction. I to just people. love her, <laughs> and her show didn't even get picked up. I was like, "Don't have her up here." Like y'all love her. Her show didn't even get picked up. I said maybe he was busy. Maybe Stevie Wonder was busy. And she said no, he was at the Grove two days ago. That picture Tori Kelly posted of him. <laughs> I mean, come on. Okay, next we're going to talk about Mother. Mother is a movie by Darren Aronofsky, the guy who did Black Swan, The Fountain. What else? Um, Noah. Requiem for a Dream. And stars Jennifer Lawrence. I almost said Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Lawrence, Javier Bardem, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Ed Harris. And Kristen Wiig. Who I only think, what do you, is the line. Who? Are you with me? Ed Harris. On Sex and the City, I don't Mario know. goes, Ed Harris, Ed, more like Ed have no Harris. When That's she sets so him up with bad. Stanford. But I just have heard that line so many times. That's all I ever think when I see him. You love Sex and the City? I do, but not that. Okay, anyway, <laughs> Mother is about, I'm not even going to try to explain it. It's about a woman who dates and is married to a poet, and he has a lot of fans. And that's it. I don't know how else to explain it. That wasn't correct. <laughs> she dates this man who's a writer, and all these people come to his house, and she sort of has a breakdown about it. Sure, it's her trying to figure out why they're showing up. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw it again yesterday. I saw on your Instagram story. Absolutely obsessed with it. It's the most, one of the most polarizing movies I would say I've ever sat through. Mm-hmm. For me, I know you absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. And I love, I enjoyed it. Especially the second time. But I don't ever want to see it again. Which is shocking to me. Like Black Swan... I could watch a thousand times. Sure. I mean, that because that's like your, it sticks to a narrative and like is very straightforward. Totally. Yeah. It's like point A, B, C, and D. Yeah. This is, you're starting to get shady, so I'm just going to let it go. No, I'm just saying. It just, I I think that it's one of those movies where I enjoyed the gut punch of the first time. And I feel like if I saw it again, it wouldn't have the same, I've seen the reveal. You know what I mean? It's still very disturbing. Oh, absolutely. So, 
I, I don't know how to categorize it really. It's a thriller. That's the place I would put it. Psychological. And I would the movie closest, I'd say Black Swan is a good comparison to it. If you take Black Swan out of any real world terms. Sure. Because the Black Swan still played by the rules of like, this is the real world and this girl really exists. Right. This obviously is set on a plane that we are not experiencing. A lot of people hate it. Mm-hmm. It got an F cinema score, which like 14 movies ever have. Yeah. Which is wild. But that, first of all, regardless of how you feel about the narrative of the movie or the story of the movie or whatever, it is very well made. Mm-hmm. The acting is phenomenal. Right. And it's a, it's an experience. Right. And that kind of stuff makes me sad because I was, I don't know who I was talking to. It's like makes me think like people just want answers punched in their face they don't want to have to like think about yeah. things which i understand he also did the fountain which totally. was similar a yeah. lot of people really were not into the fountain because it just didn't go anywhere right. for a lot of people right but i thought the fountain was pretty you see and i loved it i liked the fountain <laughs> i saw it five times but yeah i don't know i i really enjoyed it i think i told my brother and this is what I'll stick by is I think it's a movie that if you want to, if you really enjoy movies, anybody should go see it just Mm. for the experience of it. And yeah, that's it. It's like, that is part of going to movies is you see terrible movies. You see really good movies. You see funny movies, sad movies. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the move, the experience, the movie is the experience. Like you just go and you go along for the ride of it and take it in. And that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, but I really did think it was like a cool, it was a, uh, a good movie. That's the way I would put it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand people get so butthurt about it. It's like, it's a movie. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Giving an F, you know who I give an F? The girl at Subway who made my sandwich today who only put tuna in the middle. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> um, next we're going to talk about Wind River. Wind River is a movie starring... Uh, Jeremy Renner, Elizabeth Olsen, and it's by the guy who did Hell or High Water. Mm-hmm. And it's about this man who is a hunter, essentially. Yeah. He, like, goes and kills. He, like, works for, like, the wildlife reserve. Exactly. And he stumbles upon this girl in their community that has died. And Elizabeth Olsen is a detective who comes in and the two of them sort of solve the case together. Love it. It was, first of all, Hell or High Water, I really liked. Yeah. Even looking back on it, I really enjoyed that movie. And this is similar. Yeah. It's a similar slow burn of a movie. Yeah. There was like 45 minutes into it, I thought, okay, I don't know if I really love this. Mm. I just thought it's not really going where I need it to go. But then obviously towards the end, it like hits you in the head. So I mean, like they went, they went there. But looking, I mean, after we left, I was like, okay, this is very good. It's literally incredible. I thought Jeremy Renner is not always my favorite actor. Mm -hmm. I don't think that he's a movie star. There's something that I just think is a hair like plain about him. Totally. Which isn't a bad thing. And honestly, that's how actors should be because they're playing real people. But I don't know. It's just sometimes he doesn't hit it for me. But in this, he really, I thought, was very good. Oh, yeah. 100%. And Elizabeth Olsen was very good. Incredible. And the actor who was the father was very good. Also very good. The guy from Twilight. 
Yeah, who's also in Kimmy Schmidt. Yes. Actually, everybody was good. The Sheriff was very good. It was good. It was a good movie. Yeah, in the same way that, like, Heller Highwater was slept on for a long time, I feel like mm-hmm. this movie is being slept on. Yeah, I'm curious to see, you know, because Heller Highwater obviously got nominated for everything. Yeah. I'm curious to see if this will have a similar, like, path. I hope so. I can only hope. Yeah, me too. It is, uh, yeah, it is weird that it hasn't done better. Mm-hmm. But it's still playing after weeks, so obviously it's doing good somewhere. Totally. Um, and finally, we're going to talk about Home Again, which Adrian did not see. Thank God. He told me not to see it. I told you not to see it. Home Again stars Reese Witherspoon, Candace Bergen, and three... She's in that? Yeah, I'm telling you, it's worth it. <laughs> Nat Wolf and... Wolf. Wolf. And uh, that's it for me. Two other boys, though, I had never seen them. Even though one of them, somebody told me he was on Saturday Night Live. You're, yes, I think that is correct. Um, anyway, it's about this woman who is... Oh, and uh, Michael Sheen is in it. Isn't that his name? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, he's the husband. Uh, Reese will. It's basically a, trying to be a, a 2017 version of a chick flick, mm. which I really am here for. I really like those kind of sappy, corny, chick flicky movies. Sure. This ain't it. Mm-mm. I love Reese Witherspoon. I will watch her in anything, literally anything. Including watching her while Nicole was talking tonight. That alone was a performance worth viewing. Yeah. But it just like, it just not, it's just not good. Nancy Myers, who's a very famous chick flick writer, rom-com writer, I guess I should say. This is her daughter's first attempt at writing. And you could feel, <laughs> I, it felt like I wrote it. It just was a very simple storyline of this woman who has three young men move into her home. And then her husband sort of comes back and it gets messy. It doesn't go anywhere. It stays on like the most surface level of surface levels. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And then all of a sudden it's over. And they do this 10 minute, not really 10 minutes, like 40, two and a half minute shot of her going around the dinner table, giving like a loving gaze to each person in the cast and then flashing back to them and then flashing back to her and then flashing back to them and then flashing back to her for like four minutes. And I just thought... Who watched this and thought, you know, That's this it. is it. Yeah. <laughs> I love Reese Witherspoon, though, and I will, again, if you like those kind of movies, I'd still say go see it. Like, my mom should watch it. It'll be on Lifetime in a year. Like, it is that kind of movie. But I just have to think. And also, like, watching her tonight mm-hmm. and watching Wild, it's like, she obviously has an eye for good material. She did, I mean, she produced Gone Girl. Yeah. Like, she knows what kind of stuff needs to be made. That is not it. No. At all. And I told you this already, but the previews before the movie tell you it's not going to be good. They advertise like a comedy, an animated movie. Yeah. Like, it was like the mess of previews. And I thought, if they don't, if it's not structured to like what you're about to see, that's never a good sign. Agreed. Also, Candace Bergen was great, and I really wish she would get on the show or something. I love her. I do too. And she looked good. It, there was a moment a couple years ago where she didn't look that good. She looked kind of like she was trying to maybe retire. But she looked <laughs> fresh in this. Um, our question of the week comes from Derek. He says, not your brother. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> he says, uh, any movies so far this year that we think will be nominated for Oscars? Great question. It's September, Hold. so it's not quite Oscar season. 
I think Get Out in some way will be represented at the Oscars. Yeah, I forget that came out this year. I think if they mount a really good campaign for him, James McAvoy. Possibly, maybe, somehow. From what? Split. They're going to push him. You don't think? I mean, maybe, but I, I highly doubt he would ever get nominated. For screenplay, The Big Sick... A hundred percent. Yeah. I think we'll get nominated. And also it was very good. And he was at the Lego movie yesterday. The uh, little premiere. And he's really short. Also Dave Franco is as tall as my leg. And had so much tanner on and makeup. It made it every moment where I've ever thought, you know, he's pretty attractive. It made that all literally just evaporate like dust. <laughs> I was like, no. I think Dunkirk will get nominated oh, yeah, for a bunch of stuff. A hundred percent. I think Baby Driver could be nominated for like writing Definitely. or like editing those types of mo- those mm-hmm. types of categories. It sucks because the Movie Pass app gives you a history, but like half of them say we saw Robin Hood. You know what I mean? Right. So and that's not. Real. Oh, you saw in there the other day. Mother was like some Korean movie. The poster instead of that picture. Uh, so yeah, that's what I would say so far. I forgot about Baby Driver. Mm-hmm. That was a fun movie. Maybe Atomic Blonde for something, like yeah. technical. The Beguiled. Sure. Totally. It's weird. There aren't, like, I don't know that many movies that are coming out for that they're pushing for awards yet. But it's like a month away. In a month, there will be a million movies. And Call we'll Me be. By Your Name, Downsizing. Oh, yeah. All of those will be. That one with Nicole Kidman and, um... Something about the deer. Oh, killing of sacred deer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Patty cakes. Oh, oh patty cakes. I wish. <laughs> um, thank you so much for your question. If you have a question, you can email us at let's chat with curry at gmail.com. Your song of the week. It's called On My Side by a girl called uh Gordy. <laughs> that she has a hit but she good she good she's from um australia hey girl um my song of the week is old but i just went back to it like two days ago and now i'm into it again hardcore jasmine sullivan mascara 
Yeah, my hair and my ass fade But so what? So what? I get my rent paid with it And my tits give me trips To places I can't pronounce right He said he keep it coming If I keep my body tight And them bitches stay mad Cause I'm living the life Cause I'm living the life oh. Most people think I'm shallow Cause I'm always dressed like I'm going out to the club But I gotta keep up Cause there's new chicks popping up every day And they want the same thing So I never leave the house without Make your point Mascara in my pocket if I'm running to the market Cause you never know who's watching Jasmine Sullivan? Just that song, Stuttering. I don't know that one. Yes, you do. Jessica Sanchez sang it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, anyway, it's so good, and it is the best. What's it called? Mascara. That's, is it new? No, it's old. Like, how old? Mm, like, two years. When I saw her in concert, like, two years ago, she sang it, and I was in chills. <laughs> She's so good. Oh, like, yeah, the course. definition of, like, under... What's the word I'm looking for? Appreciated. Underappreciated. She's incredible. And this song is a bop. Um, this week you are looking forward to... What are you looking forward to? I'm not to? looking forward to this, but this is an important week because Sydney is leaving. Um, Isn't that sad? I keep thinking about it. My very good LA friend is moving to Vegas. Are you going to go to Vegas to go hang out with her? Yeah, I'm going to try to. You want to go? She lives um, really close to Ra- uh, Raising Cane's. Oh, which is amazing because that's where we were last time. Or that's where I stayed last time. Yeah. Um, This week, Battle of the Sexes comes out. Did you hear Sarah Bareilles' song from it? No. Okay. Kingsman and that movie Stronger. What's, and Friend Request. What's Stronger? The... Jake Gyllenhaal, Boston Bombing movie. Oh, that looks good. Yeah. And American Assassin, I do want to see. Oh, yeah. Taylor Kitsch. That's the only reason I want to see that. Mm-hmm. He's going to be in for like five minutes. And finally, your goober of the week. That Cash Me Outside girl. What'd she do? Got signed to Atlantic Records. Like a multi-million dollar deal. The same week as Ben Platt. <laughs> I mean, you know she makes like $400,000 her Instagram post. Yeah. She's like one of the highest on yeah. Instagram. What? <laughs> Good for her. She's in the Grove all the time. She has like three security and they're seven feet tall. <laughs> like the tallest people I have ever seen. I mean, who would have ever thought? I wouldn't have. My goober of the week is Fergie. First of all, she has a CD coming out that no one cares about and no one should care about because the songs have been terrible. But that's not why. She did my least favorite thing, Adrian. What? Courtney Cox and David Arquette did it too. She announced her divorce when she's promoting an album. That is so not cute on any level. Yeah. Don't use your divorce as a ploy to get press when you're promoting something. It is so crappy. It makes it just such a cheap shot. 
yes, it gets you in People magazine. And then in the middle of that, they'll say, while promoting her album Double Duchess. I didn't even know that they were getting divorced. So now it's like her first performance post-divorce announcement. It's like, okay, we got it. Why are they divorcing with each other? I don't know. That makes me sad. They seem so real. Just like Anna Ferris and Chris Pratt. That one I really cannot get past. Yeah. She was on the Emmy tonight. She was actually very funny. Yeah, she was good. Um, But aren't prisoner? Oh, Cicely Tyson. She should be the goober of life. I mean, that poor woman needs to be sat down. My mom said it's time to put her down. <laughs> she said, who is this? Also, I did. they do what I did not like. Roots wasn't nominated for nothing. Right. So we don't need to have a, no- a moment to acknowledge that they did Roots again. Obviously, it wasn't good enough to be nominated. Right. So, like, let's not shout it out. Yeah. <laughs> Oprah went up there presenting when her category when she was snubbed. Right. It's like, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, that's our podcast for this week. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions for us, you can email us at letschatwithcurry at gmail.com. If you don't want to watch our videos, you can watch us on youtube.com slash c slash currytarrell. On facebook.com, you could like us at facebook.com slash letschatwithcurry. Follow us on Instagram at currytarrell at Adrian J. Gomez or on Twitter at currytarrell and at yo, Adrian J. Gomez. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a fantastic week. Smile you later. Bye, y'all.